0: Scripture quotations taken from the NASB, copyright the Lockman Foundation. Welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading. This is week 23, day 2. Today we're going to start in Proverbs chapter 6. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for your wisdom, that we might avoid these pitfalls in life, the sin that waits to trap us, We pray that you will guard us, show us the right way. We pray that we would take the right path. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Proverbs chapter 6 My son, if you have become surety for your neighbor, have given a pledge for a stranger, if you have been snared with the words of your mouth, have been caught with the words of your mouth, Do this then, my son, and deliver yourself, since you have come into the hand of your neighbor. Go, humble yourself, and importune your neighbor. Give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Deliver yourself like a gazelle from the hunter's hand, and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, O sluggard, observe her ways and be wise, which, having no chief, officer, or ruler, prepares her food in the summer and gathers her provision in the harvest. How long will you lie down, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest? Your poverty will come like a vagabond, and your need like an armed man. A worthless person, a wicked man, is the one who walks with a perverse mouth, who winks with his eyes, who signals with his feet, who points with his fingers who with perversity in his heart continually devises evil, who spreads strife. Therefore his calamity will come suddenly. Instantly he will be broken, and there will be no healing. There are six things which the Lord hates. Yes, seven which are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil, a false witness who utters lies, and one who spreads strife among brothers. My son, observe the commandment of your father, and do not forsake the teaching of your mother. Bind them continually on your heart, tie them around your neck. When you walk about, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you, and when you awake, they will talk to you. For the commandment is a lamp, and the teaching is light. And reproofs for discipline are the way of life, to keep you from the evil woman, from the smooth tongue of the adulteress. Do not desire her beauty in your heart, nor let her capture you with her eyelids, for on account of a harlot one is reduced to a loaf of bread, and an adulteress hunts for the precious life. Can a man take fire in his bosom, and his clothes not be burned? Or can a man walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? So is the one who goes in to his neighbor's wife. Whoever touches her will not go unpunished. Men do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is hungry. But when he is found, he must repay sevenfold. He must give all the substance of his house. The one who commits adultery with a woman is lacking sense. He who would destroy himself does it. Wounds and disgrace he will find, and his reproach will not be blotted out. For jealousy enrages a man, and he will not spare in the day of vengeance. He will not accept any ransom, nor will he be satisfied, though you give many gifts. Proverbs chapter 7 My son, keep my words, and treasure my commandments within you. Keep my commandments, and live and my teaching as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call understanding your intimate friend, that they may keep you from an adulteress, from the foreigner who flatters with her words. For at the window of my house I looked out through my lattice, and I saw among the naive and discerning among the youths a young man lacking sense." passing through the street near her corner, and he takes the way to her house, in the twilight, in the evening, in the middle of the night, and in the darkness. And behold, a woman comes to meet him, dressed as a harlot and cunning of heart. She is boisterous and rebellious, her feet do not remain at home. She is now in the streets, now in the squares, and lurks by every corner. So she seizes him and kisses him, and with a brazen face she says to him, I was due to offer peace offerings. Today I have paid my vows. Therefore I have come out to meet you, to seek your presence earnestly, and I have found you. I have spread my couch with coverings, with colored linens of Egypt. I have sprinkled my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us drink our fill of love until morning. Let us delight ourselves with caresses. For my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. HE HAS TAKEN A BAG OF MONEY WITH HIM, AT THE FULL MOON HE WILL COME HOME. WITH HER MANY PERSUASIONS SHE ENTICES HIM, WITH HER FLATTERING LIPS SHE SEDUCES HIM. SUDDENLY HE FOLLOWS HER, AS AN OX GOES TO THE SLAUGHTER, OR AS ONE IN FETTERS TO THE DISCIPLINE OF A FOOL, UNTIL AN ARROW PIERCES THROUGH HIS LIVER, AS A BIRD HASTENS TO THE SNARE, SO HE DOES NOT KNOW THAT IT WILL COST HIM HIS LIFE. Now therefore, my sons, listen to me, and pay attention to the words of my mouth. Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For many are the victims she has cast down, and numerous are all her slain. Her house is the way to Sheol, descending to the chambers of death. Now to the book of Psalms. Psalm 7. A Shigion of David which he sang to the Lord concerning Cush, a Benjamite. O Lord my God, in you I have taken refuge. Save me from all those who pursue me and deliver me, or he will tear my soul like a lion dragging me away, while there is none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is injustice in my hands, if I have rewarded evil to my friend, or have plundered him who without cause was my adversary, Let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it, and let him trample my life down to the ground, and lay my glory in the dust. Selah Arise, O Lord, in your anger, lift up yourself against the rage of my adversaries, and arouse yourself for me. You have appointed judgment. Let the assembly of the peoples encompass you, and over them return on high. The Lord judges the people. Vindicate me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and my integrity that is in me. O let the evil of the wicked come to an end, but establish righteousness, for the righteous God tries the hearts and minds. My shield is with God, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge, and a God who has indignation every day. If a man does not repent, he will sharpen his sword. He has bent his bow and made it ready. He has also prepared for himself deadly weapons. He makes his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, he travails with wickedness, and he conceives mischief and brings forth falsehood. He has dug a pit and hollowed it out, and has fallen into the hole which he made. His mischief will return upon his own head, and his violence will descend upon his own pate. I will give thanks to the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Now to the New Testament, Romans chapter 11. I say then, God has not rejected his people, has he? May it never be, for I too am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew, Or do you not know what the scripture says in the passage about Elijah? How he pleads with God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets, they have torn down your altars, and I alone am left, and they are seeking my life. But what is the divine response to him? I have kept for myself seven thousand men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. In the same way, then, there has also come to be at the present time a remnant, according to God's gracious choice. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. What then? What Israel is seeking, it has not obtained. But those who were chosen obtained it, and the rest were hardened, just as it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes to see not and ears to hear not, down to this very day. And David says, Let their table become a snare and a trap, and a stumbling block, and a retribution to them. Let their eyes be darkened to see not, and bend their backs forever. I say then, they did not stumble so as to fall, did they? May it never be. But by their transgression salvation has come to the Gentiles, to make them jealous. Now, if their transgression is riches for the world, and their failure is riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their fulfillment be? But I am speaking to you who are Gentiles, inasmuch then, as I am an apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry, if somehow I might move to jealousy my fellow countrymen, and save some of them. For if their rejection is the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? If the first piece of dough is holy the lump is also. And if the root is holy, the branches are too. But if some of the branches were broken off, and you, being a wild olive, were grafted in among them, and became partaker with them of the rich root of the olive tree, do not be arrogant toward the branches. But if you are arrogant, remember that it is not you who supports the root, but the root supports you. You will say then, Branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. Quite right, they were broken off for their unbelief. But you stand by your faith. Do not be so conceited, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he will not spare you either. Behold, then, the kindness and severity of God. To those who fell, severity, but to you, God's kindness. If you continue in his kindness otherwise you also will be cut off. And they also, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut off from what is by nature a wild olive tree, and were grafted contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will those who are natural branches be grafted into their own olive tree? For I do not want you, brethren, to be uninformed of this mystery." so that you will not be wise in your own estimation, that a partial hardening has happened to Israel until the fullness of Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved, just as it is written, The Deliverer will come from Zion, He will remove ungodliness from Jacob. This is my covenant with them, when I take away their sins. From the standpoint of the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But from the standpoint of God's choice, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For just as you once were disobedient to God, but now have been shown mercy because of their disobedience, so these also now have been disobedient, that because of the mercy shown to you, they also may now be shown mercy. For God has shut up all in disobedience, so that he may show mercy to all. O the depth of the riches, Yes, let us remember that God's ways are so far above ours. But he has revealed what we can know in his word. So let's keep meditating on the word of God.